Hi everyone, and welcome to Painting Wellness. I'm Dr. Emerald, Doctor of Chiropractic, and this is... Kat Garcia, Licensed Professional Counselor. And in this episode, we're gonna be discussing how trauma and illness or injury can affect the body over time. So, Kat, um, what would you describe, like how, how does the body respond to stress? If um, it could be like an emotional stress, or maybe we even trip, fall, and hurt ourselves. What are kind of some things that's gonna happen in the body? Well, that's a tricky question. Okay. Because it depends on the person. There we go, yeah. It depends on the person. So it could be anything from the person, you know, has, we talked about the fight, flight, freeze, or on, on. Um, and it can, you know, have long-term consequences like somatic symptoms of pain, um, headaches, uh, things associated with post-traumatic stress disorder, things like um, reliving, you know, the event, having nightmares, uh, having big, big anxiety triggers. So it just depends. It does depend. And what I, what we're going to focus on in, in this episode, though, is more about the kind of the beginning stages of that stress, maybe in the event. Because though how our body reacts and like for the long-term stuff is very, very important. And we've discussed some of those things in other episodes and I know we're gonna dig into it later on in future ones, but I think this is, can be a good place for us to start in like the beginning portions where when we have an event, ideally what we would like to see is that that stressful event happens, mm -hmm. our body goes into a response, so fight, flight, freeze, or on. Uh, and then once it's done, it relaxes. We're able to just go back and go throughout our daily routine. Yeah. Unfortunately, for many of us, that's not how that works. Mm -hmm. uh, we get stuck in that cycle where we're just kind of in the the routine or the well the cycle of that stress response. Um, and so, what we can see is that like in that stress response, our body is gonna like increase blood flow mm -hmm. to the extremities usually because we gotta decide like, hey, are we gonna get out of this place? Are we gonna like have a dance fight? Like what's gonna happen oh. in this, yeah. Oh, dance fight. Oh, that's serious stuff. We're princess riding here. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, we might <laughs> we might run into some rodents of unusual size at some point in this episode. Maybe. Not guaranteed, could happen though. Um, you know what that makes me think of though? What does it make you think like, of? Like I always look at like, I was watching Batman, like the real Batman, like the like first one, like, yes, I'm Batman, um, with Kim Basinger. Okay. And um, I always think like in events like that, I it's fascinating to me how they can hold on when they fall off. You can hold on. Because mm -hmm. you know that normally people wouldn't be able to hold on to their weight necessarily, unless you're like doing pull-ups and you're like, mm. but you said, yeah, like, do we need our extremities to yeah. do and I always think like wow it's like that weird adrenaline mm -hmm. that allows you to hold on anyway well that's a good point though because that adrenaline is there for survival reasons so then we can do things that we don't normally we're not normally able yeah. to quote unquote do and so I'm not you know saying that we're all going to be able to hang off the no, side of it I'll a, fall a, down but yeah hey the important part though Kat is that you get back up I, absolutely <laughs> I know you can do that. <laughs> you can get back up. Yes, I can. Um, but yeah, that's that's the body's response to save itself. Mm -hmm. Essentially, it's like we're gonna 
give all of the hormones. We're going to open the floodgates so we can get out of this thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those are great for that short amount of time. Mm-hmm. But it's when we just continue to be releasing those hormones that our body can then start to deteriorate from that because it's not designed to, to be at that level all the time. I'll give you a star if you tell me what the name of the hormone is. The cortisol level? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was worried that... <laughs> I was a little worried. That was, yes, the cortisol. Um, yeah. I'm putting me on the spot there, and I was. I just got to believe in myself a little more, Cat. I think. I, I know you can do it. So, uh, <laughs> so when when we are in that that state though of stress, right? Let's go to a fall, and what happens if someone that you've seen see someone else fall? Can that, is that something that they could experience that all over again? Oh, yeah. I mean, so, I you know, if we look at even big examples like, unfortunately, 9-11, mm-hmm. that people were actually getting traumatized by simply watching TV and seeing the damage, um, the human damage, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, as a parent, we see our child fall down. So now we're going to be triggered every time that we think they might fall. And our body's going to clench up, right? Mm-hmm. Or if, you know, somebody, I don't know, has weak ankles and they go hiking and they're always tripping, right? They're always going to be nervous and your body's going to respond much more stressful to those kinds of things. But we can observe people hurting, like, accidents or anything. And then we respond to those. It's our triggers, right? Yeah. And so then even like with the hiking example, something that we would normally want to be a relaxful, mm-hmm. relaxing type of event yeah. can be a very stressful one. So then mm-hmm. it just continues to trigger those things. So um, over time, what can happen, what is ideally a good thing, having those like stress response to get out of the situation when it's taken out of context and happening all the time, that can actually be really harmful for our bodies mm-hmm. in the sense that our vital organs like our heart, our lungs... Uh, diaphragm and stomach can start functioning outside of their normal parameters or what we would normally like them to see um, because of a very uh, curious wandering and exploring nerve called I'm going to put this back at you called the vagus nerve the vagus nerve exactly the great wandering nerve so this nerve starts at the back of your like brain stem and travels all the way down to your gut going to all these really important organs and this is this vagus nerve response is so important to keep us alive, but when we're in this constant state of stress, all of a sudden, if our heart is having to work harder, maybe we're having a harder time breathing, our digestion is is not doing as well, is that gonna make for a healthy long-term lifestyle? So what I'm hearing you say is that, for example, somebody that is experiencing something Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden gets a really bad stomach ache, or maybe is having a feeling like their chest is tight, which we associate with anxiety, mm-hmm. or get a severe headache. All that can be associated to the vagus nerve? It can be. So we don't always want to say that, hey, I'm having a stomach ache or I'm having a headache, so it must be this. But it certainly can be yeah. a contributing Like, I mean, factor. if it's like a response to anxiety, I suppose. It or can, like, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, certainly. Like that... Yeah, sorry, I misunderstood that. But yeah, it can yeah. certainly be the vagus nerve. Like that those that pathway is getting aggravated and it's responding. Mm-hmm. And so it's making us uncomfortable. We're feeling these things in our body. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But here's the crazy, like the, this is what one of the many things I love about the human body is if we start to get a signal over and over and over again, our body has a couple of choices that it might do it. One, it might decide to amplify that to make it a stronger connection so it doesn't take as much to set it off or it might just block it off. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, so if um, I grew up next to a farm. It was a dairy farm and it was a very, very smelly dairy farm, Mm -hmm. okay? Over time, my nose stopped detecting the smell of the dairy farm Mm -hmm. because it was noxious. I didn't like it. That is an example. It stinks. Yeah, that is an example of our brain filtering out information because it's long term and it's not serving us. And so that's Mm. where we can go into these situations where we've had maybe shoulder pain or knee pain or or an ankle injury from hiking and it's been hurting for a long time. And then we forget that it's even hurting as much because our body is just trying to get us to continue moving forward. And so it'll actually dampen those signals or even um i know that you mentioned this in another in another episode about how people become so accustomed to the pain that they don't even realize that the pain is there until they have no more pain until yes until this kind of like room yeah and it's the same thing right is that we just become it's it's another it's the same process we become accustomed to it and so those signals aren't getting coming and going Mm -hmm. or we're not perceiving them as much until Maybe there's more room, so something else has been moved away, so now it's becoming brought to our attention. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we've had a re-injury, or it's we've had work done on it. Mm-hmm. It's gotten better, and then it's kind of sliding back the other way, and you're like, oh man. Like, now it hurts. Now yeah. it hurts because my attention's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's important to note that just because we're not feeling something, and I've, I've mentioned this before, it doesn't mean that there's not an issue there, mm-hmm. right? We really need to dig into those areas to make sure that, hey, we're addressing these things because it's so easy to just kind of push it to the side if it's not the squeaky wheel. And, and that happens with mental health too. Exactly, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's the big piece here is like these type of injuries or trauma, if we don't really take the precedent to work through those things, over time it can snowball into a much bigger issue until it gets to a point that it becomes a problem because it's affecting something that we love. And then all of a sudden we're willing to move heaven and earth to start Mm -hmm. resolving these things. But if it's been 10, 15, 20 years, Mm -hmm. that's a much bigger problem that we have to try to resolve at that point. Yeah, for sure. Um, So, you know, some, some things that we can do at home to, and so all of this, is really coming around to being able to manage our stress levels, mm-hmm. okay? Because if our body is in a constant state of stress, we are in a fight or flight, freeze or fawn, and we're not going to be able to repair mm-hmm. our body as well. So we need to get into a parasympathetic or a rest, digest, um, and reproduce state. And so some really useful tips would be to like do some deep diaphragmatic breathing, mindfulness. What are some other things? I mean, I'm sure you have Gosh, some different Gosh, so ones. many things. Um, uh, tapping, which is something that uh, EFT or um, or tapping, mm-hmm. and which is something that your therapist can teach you. Yeah. Or even, I mean, there's a lot of videos out there for it. A great one that I really like with tapping is that it also brings a lot of nice awareness to those areas of the mm-hmm. body. And that's where I really love um linking these mindfulness de-stressor pieces Mm -hmm. is because a lot of it goes back to what are you feeling 
How is your body interpreting these things? So then we can really start working through and processing these things. Um, I had a, a practice member just the other day that um, struggling with balance. And so we were doing some balance stuff and, and integration. She couldn't feel the back of her calf. Oh my. And um, so we were working through resensitizing that area. And it wasn't because there was like a specific injury to that area, but mm -hmm. it just was she had lost sensation to that area. So these mindfulness techniques can be really helpful to reconnect us to our body. And that's something that's huge in being able to process these things. Absolutely. Um, so let's see, let's, the, other, the other piece around this is, do you think when you're in a high stress situation or you're really maybe dysregulated, activated, do you think that you think as clearly in oh, those no. moments? Oh no, absolutely not. I think that it's probably one of the most confusing things because we are, adrenaline's going, right? We have that stress hormone. We're doing the fight, flight, freeze, on fun and um not only that but you know when we our cortisol levels are so high mm -hmm. we um we get flooded mm -hmm. right and so there is no information coming in or out there is but it's just a survival thing at that point so uh, we you know exactly and that that survival again really important process yeah but it's when that becomes a long-term solution mm -hmm. that's where it gets that's the problem is that and I have been in periods of my life, and I'm sure many people can relate, that when we get in this pattern of just trying to survive, mm -hmm. it can be really tough because our, our executive thinking functions aren't there. And so it just constantly feels like we're rushing from one thing to the next, yeah. and, and there's no end in sight mm -hmm. on that. And it's really hard. I think uh, a lot of people do not realize that they are in this constant state of stress mm -hmm. it's just like going 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 managing um you know even if it's the minutiae and the mundaneness of everyday life running around taking the kids doing this i gotta go to work i have a huge project i gotta go clean blah, 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 whatever it is and we don't realize how stressed out we are and the trauma that does on our body mm -hmm. and so you know it comes to the point they're like well you know i'm forgetting things i'm irritable I'm, I'm doing all these things well you are completely in a stress level all the time so you're going to be responding to that and people around you are going to notice and it's going to impact how your body functions mm -hmm. and how you function in general just in other in things everything. Yeah. in everything yeah yeah and and so that's thank you for for like kind of bringing that all together because that's um much more eloquently put than i i'm stumbling around with it is that stress affects all areas of our life mm -hmm. and those stress can come from different areas um, for many of us it can be from a trauma and trauma can be anything so many things yeah and i i heard this this little piece where like uh big trauma little trauma well that's all in the eye of the beholder Absolutely. and how that affected us because mm -hmm. we could look at the same event or experience the same event and we're going to respond very likely very differently absolutely and so how we respond to those things is going to affect our stress levels yeah um, or those injuries too can cause these same type of pathways to happen and start off so um really taking the time i think in my opinion and what i've seen working with people is how do we at least give people some space throughout their day 
where they decrease that stress Mm -hmm. and they reset things and go into what's called the parasympathetic state where that's rest digest so then we can at least crack the door open of saying like hey here's some space that we can just breathe and we can be Mm -hmm. and we can start thinking more properly or thinking more clearly excuse me um and then that's our foothold to begin to continue to work and grow our body and our health over time yeah um and so i would love to dig into that on another episode of like how are things that you're doing with people helping to create that space um the things that i'm doing as well that you know we're creating the more awareness to the body the sensation mm-hmm. um because it's it's amazing when our body is in that state how it just feels like it's amping everything up yeah um and so even something just like well shoot perfect example us twisting our bodies like this to look at each other mm-hmm. over time what is that doing that's squishing or compressing our stomach that's putting more pressure on our rib cage Mm -hmm. so all of these things are going to increase our anxiety levels or stress levels if this is our positions that we're holding all all day long right and these short little periods not that big of a deal but it's every single day over and over and over again for hours on end Mm -hmm. um so some of the things that i hear talking with people is uh, a police officer sitting in, in their car, having mm-hmm. to twist to, to do notes on their, their computer mm-hmm. in the car. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Being at a desk, um, doing a job over and over again, all of these things can really start to wear on our body. And then that, so I guess maybe the chicken and the egg, like what comes first, mm-hmm. the mental stress, emotional stress, or the physical stress, and then they all just play in yeah. on each other. And I, I, that just brings up something that we have talked about in the past, but I want to at some point um, kind of go back to it is that mental load Mm -hmm. and the intensity of the mental load and what that looks like because mental load is something that even if nobody sees it it's there Mm -hmm. and um, everybody's mental load is different and I think you know I always um, I talk to to people and to my assistant because I'm I'm really guilty of this myself is that we don't recognize how busy we are until somebody's like, uh, you gonna do that too? Like, what, what, you know, is that the best choice? You need another project. And, um, and we're like, well, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. I'm just fine. And it, and we don't recognize how much the mental load impacts our body, our day to day. Um, it's just, we have to be really aware. And one of the biggest things that I know that you and I spoke about is that mindfulness is just making sure that you're present in the moment, having the self care, making sure that you see your providers, making sure to understand that you want to be preventative in your health rather than have to be reactive. Reactive, Um, and there's lots of ways and we can do a whole episode on how to do self care, including like coming home from work and don't count the time in the car as your self-care unless you park your car and you sit outside your house which i absolutely think that's 100 percent self-care but you know being able to give yourself a time out before you start going to dinner doing all these things trust me you have time to do it if you have 10 minutes to scroll on the tiki tock or instagram you have 10 minutes Mm -hmm. to just breathe and just you know do something for yourself um and so i think that it's so important for us to pay attention have that mindfulness yeah i couldn't agree more i think i i really like that 10 minutes before you go inside uh after you get home Mm -hmm. is just spending the time 
you could breathe, you could listen to your podcast that you want. I would, I'm a little more aware of like what I'm listening to or watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guilty currently. I'm watching this, this, I stopped actually. I just stopped because it was getting, I was so overwhelmed and becoming more anxious because there was no resolvement in this TV show. And so like, I would be like, oh, I'm going to decompress. I'm going to just and relax. Like and then I was like, what is going, I was feeling terrible. So I think it's important <laughs> to really be aware of like, what are the things that oh, we're putting yeah. into our brain um, when we're wanting to decompress. Uh, my clients are I'm like, did like... you watch this? I'm like, no, I have not. I don't watch TV because then I'm like <gasps> all day talking just, about trauma and then go I'm home and go like, home. oh my yeah. gosh. So. Yeah. So choose those things wisely. Mm-hmm. Be Or at least like be aware that if you're going to do that stuff that you might feel a little anxious <laughs> yeah. from doing that. And then, you know, then that's your choice at that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, spend the 10 minutes uh, before you go inside so then you can work on your breathing. You can work on like what are important things for you to make sure that one, you're decreasing that stress. Mm-hmm. So then your body is going into a state of rest, repair. And then you're also going to more than likely be very present in that probably family activity mm-hmm. that you're going to be able to do because you're actually going to be able to think and be there instead yeah. of just going through the motions trying to survive the yeah. day. And we can teach our family to incorporate that in their lives. Mm-hmm. So they understand the taking care, the self-care, the slow down, all of those things are actually things that they can participate into so they can see the value when we do it. Definitely, yeah. And you know, even if I think either teaching, like actually going through and showing them how to do it, or even just modeling. I think modeling is such a mm-hmm. huge piece of all that. And that's modeling my, the way I like to think of it is monkey see monkey do. So if your kids or family partner are seeing you do things, Mm -hmm. it's more likely that they will do them as well. Um, unless if they're a teenager and then, you know, then they know all the, they know all the things. So, um, that's good because the things I don't know, teenagers. Sure. Yeah. I learn every day. All right. So yeah. Excellent. (laughs) Well, thank you on that note. Do you want to gather for us? I was about to end the show right there, but do you okay. want to? Okay, you're on a roll. I, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. You just sip, sip along, your uh, homemade kombucha. Yes, it's homemade. Um, so let me gather. So short or immediate stress on the body, uh, trauma, or whatever event, because every trauma event is different for everybody, mm-hmm. um, can be. Uh, stressful on both the mind and the body at the moment, but also can have other consequences if it's long-term. We want to make sure that we understand that our body can respond even after trauma to triggers. Um, And we can do that both physically and mentally. Mm -hmm. Um, That we need to find ways to take care of ourselves proactively, not reactively, um, to make sure that we are not in the state of stress all the time, uh, being very mindful, um, about that and how things around us and our decisions, um, including stressful TV shows can impact, um, our state of mind, um, using things at home, like diaphragmatic breathing, tapping, um, you know, taking a time out all those things can impact it beneficially, um, our, our state of mind and our body Mm -hmm. as well. Um, and knowing that being in a high level of stress all the time can actually impact many areas of our life. 
Yeah. Did I miss something? Um, I I think that was beautiful. I think that was really good and concise. I would say like our brain, body, and mind are just intimately connected mm-hmm. with everything, and it's all layered. And so, when we're talking and discussing things around stress, this is a, a whole you type of a situation. So it's there's not one thing mm-hmm. that is gonna solve all of it. Um, it's about creating a lifestyle that consistently helps keep you in a state of relaxation. So when there are those stressful times, yes, you, you can respond, but then you go back into that state where you're able to process all things around instead of just feeling like you got to run to the next thing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. It is very cool. I know. Because yeah. bodies are awesome. I mean, great machinery. So uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, we hope to have you join us next time. This was Painting Wellness. Yeah. Cheers.